Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. And welcome to Barbershop.talk. That's right. In this podcast, we talk about your concerns, facing you, issues, impact your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturdays, and we're going to discuss it today on our podcast. Well, hello, my name is Jay Rye, and I'm your host, and I am in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rye. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right. Now, when Casey talked about the real flavor, he's talking about bringing that environment from the barbershop straight to our podcast. That is our goal. Now, today we're going to do something a little different because uh, uh, normally we have a, a list of topics we want to talk about or discuss with you, but today we're going to do a little different. Uh, I am what you call a YouTube junkie. I love YouTube. Do you watch YouTube? I, I do, but usually for specific reasons. Oh, my God. It, it has a lot of stuff in there. You know, they also have movies on there if you like to watch movies, especially the old movies they right. had as well. Well, I can tell you, most recently, uh, I was uh, cooking a brisket. Mm -hmm. So I probably watched about 15 different <laughs> YouTube videos on the best way to cook a brisket. Yeah, they, yeah, they good. If you want to fix something, look it up on YouTube. But when I was looking at YouTube, it was a, a, a it was a, some kids. I think it was in grade school, maybe about uh, fifth or sixth grade. And the teachers talking about their favorite holidays. You know, they was all over the place. I mean, all over the place. So I got got me thinking. I'm wondering, what is the uh, the ratings of popularities of holidays in the United States? So I did a little homework on that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of share that list today because it's pretty decent. But before I share, it, I'm going to ask you, Casey, what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday. That's an easy one. My favorite holiday of all time, Arbor Day. <laughs> what the heck? Wait, 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 wait. What is it? You know, we honor trees and stuff. I'm a big tree guy, J-Rod. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously. My favorite holiday, my favorite holiday is Christmas. Oh, Chris, okay. Because I've never heard of that one day. And I'm like, what? Okay, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> I went monkeys over there. <laughs> i never heard of that holiday. <laughs> Just blow it up. Okay, all right. Well, actually, let me take a survey. It, it is Christmas. Christmas was, was right up there, was number one. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you guess, because I was surprised on this one. What was number two? Number two. Hmm. Um, I would say it would either be either Easter. This is what I'm thinking. They think, okay, I get either Easter or uh, Independence Day. No way. It's right. No way is that it? <laughs> no. Believe it or not, survey came back. Mother's Day is the second most. Mother's Day. Mother's Day okay. was was surprised with that because because now I'm going to say this too now. Father's Day, now I'm ranking from 1 to 15, it was number 13. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big difference. Mother's See? Day number two. That's right. Mother's Day apparently is close to God. Yeah. Right after God is Mother's Day. Father's Day is 13. That's right. And now, they, you want to know what's before Father's Day? What's that? Halloween. <laughs> There's a lot of things <laughs> apparently before Father's Day. Uh, yes. 
Now, uh, fathers now, are next to the goblins and the ghosts and all that. Now, let me say this. I'm not surprised that Mother's Day was ranked considerably higher than Father's Day. But that, that big of a gap? Okay, that is a pretty big gap. But I'm going to tell you why I'm not so surprised. All right, tell me about it. How many songs do you know about somebody's daddy, right? Heather Jean. <laughs> but there's like 20 mama songs out there. So I knew Mother's Day was going to be higher than Father's Day. <laughs> okay, that, that, got, that, got a, <laughs> that, that got a lot of truth. That got a lot of truth. You know, but when I seen this list, it reminded me of this. I, I have two boys, right? And they're, and they're about they're six years apart. And I said my oldest, maybe around the time he was ten, so that makes my youngest around around four. Four. It was around four. And we went out to dinner with my wife for Mother's Day. It was at a decent restaurant, so we sit there. And I was kind of impressed. It's the first time we've been to this restaurant. I made the reservation, but I never had been there. It was really nice. Uh, then when the food came out, the food was fantastic. It smelled good. And uh, my two boys was over there whispering. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, what? Hey, what are you talking about? I go, Dad, Dad, I just want you to know, um, don't expect anything like this on Father's Day. We just want to lower <laughs> your expectations. <laughs> so, so right there, right there, I said to myself, Mother's Day is up there, so apparently there's a big difference. Yeah, they let you know that there's a significant difference in the pecking order. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. Now, I, I got to ask you this. Now, just guess, I just guess. Because I would anticipate a lot of people thought that Thanksgiving was in that number two slot, and Thanksgiving is actually in the third slot, and that's my favorite holiday. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to pick out a few holidays, and you tell me where you think it ranked from 115. Okay. All right? So Valentine's Day. Now, this survey asks men or women? Conversation <laughs> 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 Let's Okay, you said they, they asked both, right? Right, right, right. Therefore, I'm going to put it in the middle then. Right. So I'm going to say probably around eight. Well, no, well, it actually came in at 15. It was the last one. Wow. Left. Right, Valentine's Day was 15. Huh. So, you know, it must be a lot of players out there to try to avoid. <laughs> yeah. try to avoid and I think a lot of women just tired of being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> They give it up on it. They give it up. They give it up. All right, now, now here's another one. I'm gonna just, boy, you really cracked that okay, lady up. Okay. She, 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 calm down, calm down. All right, so I'm gonna try another one, and, and you know, I'm gonna try to guess this. All right, so let's go with uh, how about uh, St. Patrick's Day, the little green leprechaun. St. Patrick. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I ask people in the hood about this. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> that, that might be a different answer. Okay. Um, I'm gonna put that one around. Uh, let's see. Well, you said Halloween was right in front of Father, so maybe right in front of it. So I'm gonna say about twelve. Twelve. Oh my God. Uh, no, no. In fact, St. Patrick's Day is ranked number six, six out of fifteen. I'm a six. So apparently green beer go a long way. Okay, let me ask you something. <laughs> ask me, ask me. When you were growing up, how many people in your family and your community really celebrated St. Patrick's Day? Well, I, I'm going to answer like this. One. One? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, But I do, I do remember this. I do remember that when we went to uh, school, that if you didn't have on green, they used to pitch you. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But that's not really celebrating. That's just, that's just using that to put the hurt on somebody. No, that's, you know? that's the only thing I knew about uh, St. Patrick's Day. But really, <laughs> it's rated number six. All right. <laughs>
I got another one for you now. Can move this right? Mm. Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Mm. Yeah, that's intriguing. Now, if you ask a particular community, it's going to be top four. If you ask in everybody as a whole in general, a random mm, survey. Uh, man, I hate to say this. God, dog, I hate to say this. That's what you got to say, Casey. But where I think it probably ranked nationally is uh, probably 15th. No, Valentine's is 15th. Oh, that's, that's right. the last 14th. 14th. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, 4th day is a, a Veterans Day. They don't think too much of the military folks. Okay. But actually, uh, it's number 10, 10 out of 15. Yeah. Okay, that's better than I expected. Well, it's better than I expected, too. Because, uh, you know, in, in, in our community, we value that day. Mm -hmm. We really do. All right? Uh, I know when we have kids, you know, every year we have discussions. Uh, about the significance of Martin Luther King, uh, civil rights movement, all of that. So we value that. And not just the civil rights movement, but, uh, movement, but uh, that's the time we really start reflecting on contributions that African Americans have made to, to our society. But uh, but just looking at the, the whole landscape, now, while it became a federal holiday and federal buildings are closed and stuff, uh, Jobs don't close down for them. Well, let, 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 me, let me pause a little bit because, see, that's the reason why I think that it went up on the list because I did work for a company that they didn't take it. They wasn't off. But then, as soon as the company said, we're now taking Martin Luther King, King Day off for the holidays, the office was going crazy. Yeah, that's right. That's why I think that moved up to number 10. Because originally when it first came out, to be honest with you, that it was a push by the black community. Because I don't remember when I, I was young, don't think of the age, but I remember my mother saying that we had the word black that day, you know, to, to uh, recognize the holiday. And also that people was told to uh, have their headlights on when they're driving to recognize that day. But it didn't get a lot of momentum, momentum until it became a federal holiday. Mm -hmm. And then from there, uh, private companies started to close down their office. And I think that's why it creeped up on the list. Okay, but but I still think it's a relatively small percentage of private companies that do close down. I think the more urban your area is, uh, the more that is recognized. Wow. Um, no question about it. I mean, it's just like I do know for a fact that there's some holidays that uh, the Latino culture uh, celebrate. Mm -hmm. I'm just not educated on 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 it, and so I don't celebrate it. Chimichanga. I always celebrate that. Oh. All right. So I'm gonna do a couple more of these holidays here. I kinda like this list. Uh I am going to go with all right, let's go with the ooh, Easter. Right? They got Christmas way up there. Mm -hmm. So Easter gotta be up there too. Yeah, you would think because um in the Christian world, Easter is actually a more significant day than and Christmas. Christmas. However, in the real world, no way. <laughs> yes, way. Yeah. But in the real world, where everything is commercialized, mm. well, there's nothing bigger than Christmas season. You know, there are many businesses 
whose sole survival is based on what they do during the Christmas season. Yeah, they love Christmas. Oh, yeah. All right. So now, where do you think that Easter landed on the list? Uh, I'm going to say six. Uh, nine. Nine. Number wow. nine. So apparently they'd rather have toys from a fat guy. on a ho, ho, ho. And let me tell you something. I'm, I'm honest with you. See, they said that he says, ho, ho, ho. Mm -hmm. But he meant, hoes, hoes, hoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wanted on his lap, was the hoes, hoes, hoes. The first Santa Claus was actually a pimp. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying. Right, red suit, everything. That's right. That's right. And just as always, white people want to steal the culture and change it. Got it for their own. Put a spin on it. Excuse me. Rock and roll, jazz, Santa Claus. There you go. There you go. That's right. All right. So let me go ahead and give you the order what we have here. This is the order of popularity in the United States when it comes to holidays. Christmas is number one. Yay! Mother Days is number two. I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Now my favorite is Thanksgiving. That comes in number three. Yes. Yes. Now also number four is New Year's. Now see that. Okay, keep going. Keep going. No fourth New Year's. Number five is the Fourth of July, Independence Day. Number six, St. Patrick's Day. Now pause. When you look at four and six, all right, okay. New Year's and St. Patrick's, okay, they're awfully high considering, uh, you know, the significance of a lot of these other days. Uh huh. And they're so high because what do those days basically involve? Partying and drinking. That's right, party, party, party. <laughs> you know, but in terms of significance, they're really not that significant. Yeah, I, I think you got a point there. I think you got a very, very good point. I mean, they had a Father's Day, you know. St. Patrick ain't, and New Year's uh, ain't never fed no kids and changed their diapers or nothing. You know, I think, I, oh, they yeah. had a veterans. Those days they never fought for this country. They had a Martin Luther King. Okay, you know, okay. <laughs> they didn't fight for no civil rights. <laughs> he said it's a little devilish. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I almost forgot where I stopped at. St. Patrick's Day is number six. Memorial Day, number seven. Labor Day, number eight. Easter, number nine. We talked about that. Martin Luther King Day, number 10. Veterans Day. I thought that was kind of way down on the list, is number 11. Yeah, veterans yeah. always forget. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, uh, I don't know. Didn't know that. that kind of busts my balloon See, there. If you ask this, if you ask this during the time of war, Veterans Day will move up a few slots. That's what we think about. Yeah, or if you hear the sound. When the bomb is in your backyard. Another one gets the dust. That's right, yeah. <laughs> then I better move up on the list. So that was number 11. Number 12 is Halloween. And then number 13, Father's Day. 13 out of 15, Father's Day. Hey, we made the list. Well, that is true, that is true. <laughs> So then we have uh, Veterans Day was 14, and then Valentine's Day uh, was was uh, the last one, which was 15. That manufactured heart day, Valentine's Day. Right. So. so so let's talk about that Father's Day being so low on the list. Let's talk about reasons why Father's Day could be so low on this list Ooh, that's when cool. Mother's Day is number two. Oh, geez. That's okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. 
Well, hmm. <laughs> I got an answer. All right. <laughs> well, now this may be slanted to today's time. Okay. Because in today's world, there seems to be a lot of uh, single mothers raising mm-hmm. households, and the fathers seem to be absent. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hard to celebrate somebody that's absent in your life. Right. So I think that's that's one contributing that accounts, factor. Yeah, one contributing factor. Right. right. So mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just I'm gonna go back and forth, pass the time. What do you think? And I'm gonna say now. Go! Your turn. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think? I, I think that um, mothers have always maintained strong emotional ties <laughs> with their kids. Oh, they and even their cats. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the mothers will, will scratch up and fat cat, cat fight with you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I think traditionally, uh, fathers haven't maintained those strong emotional ties with their kids after they get above a certain age. You know, they love them, but they don't express it as openly and as often as their mothers do. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes the kids can perceive that uh, that love from their, from their father a little differently than they do from their mother. Well, I, that's a good point. You know, if I'm going to add in, I'm going to add to that because this is my thinking when I heard you say that. I think that has a, uh, have a lot of merit. But I think the fathers, you know, first of all, we, we was raised to, uh, to tell or teach our kids to be prepared or prepare them for the world. Mm-hmm. We know for the world, the world is not easy on, on us. Right. And so we try to make it a little bit rough. So anytime that your your child falls down and starts to cry, you go like, get up, get up. You're okay. Shake it off. That's my favorite term for my father. Shake it off. And, and that can be perceived that a little bit less affection. Because if you take the same child that falls, the mother will, first of all, probably run over there to help them up. Mm-hmm. And then they will probably uh, clean up the little wound. Now, no, they don't give me any money. I just said they clean up the, the, <laughs> clean the wound. Now, the thing, so I think that that is a, a loving thing. But this is where I think that the mother do a little wrong when they clean up the room. I don't like them to clean up the room by putting a thumb in their mouth, get a little spit oh. on it, and then... Wipe your face. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that. I don't like that. But but my point is mm-hmm. that the mother is a little bit more nurturing. Yes. And uh, than the father in a similar situation. And the father wants that child to be able to just handle that situation on their own. Figure out figure it out on your own. Yes. How to deal with that. And the child might perceive that as. He don't care as much That's right. as mine. Ew. <laughs> Get so, away, so when it comes to okay, now it's Father's Day, you know, are we gonna celebrate that like uh like we did uh mom? <laughs> what? <laughs> so <laughs> I think you're right. But I do have to say, kids on Father's Day, you know, no, first I'll say for Mother's Day. Kid to my kids on Mother's Day. Uh, everything you have done to your mother, I, I'm truly thankful for that. So I like yeah. to say thanks. Now, also, when it came to those purple socks and purple sock uh, ties and a purple <laughs> hat you gave me, a big no. <laughs> you old enough for me to tell you now. No, I didn't. I still have them. Mm-hmm. But but also, it's not like mine. when they're coming up, part of our bravado as men, mm-hmm. we try not to. Uh, 
to have high expectations about kids <laughs> doing a lot of stuff for us. Right, you know right. Yeah, you're right. We don't need you to, you know, just, hey, it's fine. Yeah, you know, we play it off like it ain't not that big a deal. That's right. Because right. we try and to so, be self-sufficient. And so they see that, right? Like, ah, right, you know, daddy don't care if it's father's day or not, you know. I mean, almost, right? You know, that's a good point. Yeah. Because we do, we do, uh, you, I think you're right. We do have the perception that it doesn't mean nothing to us. Mm-hmm. Then we go, oh, I don't care. Whatever you give me is yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good point, and that may have contributed why Father's Day has moved even further down on the list because of the perception that we really don't care about it. And then I think there's one final factor. All right, when them kids was acting up, and their mother's the one that found out they was acting up. Wait till your father get home. He's gonna whoop your butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good I don't keep getting my good gifts on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell your father. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, I'm looking at our time, and I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this section up. But wrapping this up, I do want to play a little snippet that a father was telling a story about him, or actually, with the son, tell a story about what he learned uh, from the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was talking about on the slippy slide. You know how you fall off the slippy slide. He was talking about that. But I think at the end of his story, it was a lesson to be learned from him and his father. So I'm going to play that for the audience here. Ten-year-old little boys running around outside having a good time. Slipping falls out the curb. Father looks him straight in the face, turns his head, walks off. Little boy gets himself up, runs in the house to his mom. Mom cleans him up, sends him back outside. Little boy's jumping on the slide now. Slips over, falls off the side of the slide. Father looks at him straight in the face, turns his head, walks off. Little boy gets up again, runs in the house. Mother cleans him up, sends him back outside. Little boy climbs a tree this time, having a good time. Falls out of the tree. But before he can hit the ground, father runs and catches him midair. In amazement, little boy looks his father in the face. He said, Dad, why'd you catch me this time? Dad said, those other falls you could have got up from. This one might have killed you. And in that moment, that little boy knew his father loved him. But the little boy said, well, Dad, I didn't think you loved me because you always let me fall. The dad looked at him and he said, I love you, son. They both learned something that day. The son learned that his father loved him, and the father learned that he needed to tell his son more that he loved him. Hey, let's let them know we love him. So I, I thought absolutely that was a right. yeah. I thought that was an absolutely correct and spot on comment that fathers we do need to tell our children that we love them yeah uh, much more often than we do today. Right. All right. Any final comments on that, uh, Casey? Yeah, and it's going to be a personal introspective here. Uh, I have three daughters, and once they got, you know, middle school age or whatever, I started being less affectionate with them and, you know, and tell, and not telling them or expressing my love as much because I was like, well, you know, they're starting to grow up and be young ladies, so I didn't want to, you know, uh, you know, make them feel uncomfortable or something. And... You know, now that they're grown, you know, I tell them I love them all the time. Mm-hmm. And if I had a do-over, I would have expressed my love to them that entire period. Now, I wouldn't have done anything inappropriate, but I, I would have made sure, though, that I let them know from my mouth that I love them. Yeah, I think that often. I think that's a very good point. Because I think most fathers, uh, and I'm talking about very good fathers, if they had a do-over, uh, they would do it. Because unfortunately, you know, there's no manual out there to how to be a father or how to be a parent. So, you know, it's almost to a sense that we, we wean it. But with that being said, I do want my two boys to know I love you. I would try to say that more often. And I hope that uh, uh, you realize when I say that I'm truly sincere. 
because I am proud of you both. All right. With that being said, let's recognize our sponsors. Hey. It's a party out in my it's a party out in my head. I've been working hard this time to live today. It's a party That's right. That is our sponsor, uh, King Cat, who's also the owner of Out the Way Studio. They also provide custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. If you have any interest in making an order, uh, please feel free to email King Cat, and Cat is with a K. It is King K I N G Cap K A P. 317 at gmail.com. Again, go ahead and email to make an order or attain some additional information. Also, we want to give a shout out to our second sponsor, and that is 421 Barbershop here in Indianapolis, located on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want something good to happen to your hair, just come on in and check out any of the master barbers. And I do want to tell you, we are family friendly. In fact, we are a family shop and we cater to uh, families. We think families are important and we like to cater to those families out there that want a safe, clean environment for them and their children. That would be us. All right. You know, I think we got a little bit more time here and a big event occurred in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's the NCAA tournament. It was an outstanding tournament from start to finish. It was. And uh, the final four was off the charts. Uh, one of the semifinal games, Gonzaga versus UCLA, was one of the best games I'd seen in several years. Oh, my God. It was dynamite. That was the best game i seen, seen in a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was I was uh, rooting for the underdogs, mm-hmm. and they almost pulled it up. Yeah, very high-level play uh, on by both sides on both ends of the court. It was a, it was an extremely, extremely pleasing game to watch. Uh, but now we got to talk about the championship game. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Gonzaga was the overwhelming favorite. Uh, they had the best offense uh, in the country. They averaged uh, over 90 points a game. Uh, their offense was so smooth and, and, and nothing could deter it. They scored in so many different ways, uh, inside, outside, mid-range, fast breaks, had such a tremendous passing game. What happened in this game, Jay? You know – they lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baylor Bears put on one of the most impressive defensive displays I've ever seen. They were uh, uh, aggressive, attacking, but synchronized. And they totally disrupted the vaunted Gonzaga offense. They took them out of everything that they were accustomed to doing. And uh, by the time that uh, Gonzaga uh, Recovered from that ons- initial onslaught, mm-hmm. they were down by 19 points, and and it was just uh, a hole too deep to dig out of. Yeah, in, in fact, uh, Baylor jumped on them early. I mean, they came out of the gate early, and, and I tell you what, they were superb. When, it, in my opinion, I was superb on the defense because defense was just was just was just fantastic. Was I mean, it was extremely dominating, enti- suffocating. The entire but game. but those three point shots were just amazing to me. It seemed like. They was more hungry. They was more determined. It was more focused. They seemed more fresh, and they went out there and did the job. Uh, so uh, hats off to them. Hats yes, congratulations, Bates. Also, congratulations, Gonzaga, on a tremendous season. Eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna 
going to take that all the way back. Yeah, they did have a good season, you know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I won a Baylor all this year. I think earlier you was talking about that they had a coach that was hired in 2003, and he made a commitment or uh, a statement back then that he's not only want to make the tournament, he want to win it. And so he finally reached that goal, which I think is, is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, because I, yeah, congratulations. You had a great season. You only lost one game. That's something to be proud of, right? Because they're still a champion. Oh, yeah. uh, but they surely got outplayed. Oh, they did. They, they got did. outplayed. Uh, and, and they didn't just, you know, lose. They got dominated the entire game. And this is a team that dominated every opponent. They their uh, average margin of victory throughout mm-hmm. the regular season yep, yep. was around 20 points a game. Wow. I mean, there was only two or three games in the entire year that they didn't beat their opponent by double-digit points. And that's that that's fantastic. Now, also I want to talk about, I want to go back a little bit a bit when you're talking about congratulating Kazakas, because I kind of downplayed it, but it was truly remarkable because in fact. Kazakas became the first undefeated team since my college, Indiana State University, in 1979 to enter the title game uh, and lose. So Indiana State was, was way back in 1979. Well, no, there so, was one other one in between there. Because Indiana State was the first one since a team went undefeated winning the championship. But the UNLV Rebels. Um, what year was uh, that? Larry Johnson. and What year was that? 91, I think it was. They lost to Duke. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I think you may be right. I think in 1991, UNLV, it says uh, here, here, let me see if I can get Arthur to get in, involved in this. Because actually, I was just um, uh, told yeah. on the history. So let's see if we can get Arthur to validate some of this information you're talking about. Because um, we do want to make sure that we give accurate information to our listeners. And so I think it's fair we talk about history and, and recognizing different universities that we also put the correct information out there. So let me go ahead and have 